morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are and whenever it is. I hope you are having a fantastic experience right now. This is Robert Bolden, Life Transformed, and this is Coffee and Christ. Going back to Coffee and Christ. Yes, yes, yes. I don't know, something Holy Spirit said. Go back to that original name, Coffee and Christ. So that's what I'm leaning into today. Coffee and Christ. Back to Coffee and Christ. So this is my weekly share of the daily practice that has literally transformed my life. So those of you who are new, welcome. Totally spontaneous. So nothing planned here. Um, As I read from several different sources, getting into the word, you'll get my reaction firsthand. Um, so the intent of the podcast is to just see how God is going to work. So if you are listening, you're listening, I believe, for a reason. God put this in your awareness for a reason, just like he did for me. So let's jump in and see what is in store for us today. Verse of the day, when I consider your heavens... The work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place. What is mankind that you are mindful of them? Human beings that you care for them. Wow, that's so interesting. So the first thing that strikes me, and this is from Psalms 8, 3, and 4. I journal that then my notes have become much more intentional about taking notes in my journal so that's just a little aside here I mean I just think about it's early in the morning here in Carolina and I'm looking out the sky is just kind of dark now I've got a light on in the office and that whole thing but I was doing that um, the other day I was just sitting out on the back deck and just considering all of that that God created. And at that point, I was looking at the trees and the sky and the clouds and the birds and squirrels and all that. So God's done all that. And what is mankind that you are mindful of them, human beings that you care for them? It's just amazing that he had set us apart to have dominion over all things here on earth and really to bring heaven on earth. I've learned recently about the three heavens. If you haven't heard about that, it's pretty fascinating. You know, the first heaven is right here on earth. Jesus came to do that, to bring us heaven on earth. The second heaven is ruled by Satan. He's he's the spiritual It's a spiritual realm, and Satan rules it. So people aren't inherently evil. People are are inherently good. It's Satan's lies that, that people start to believe. And Satan is crafty with his lies because they'll start off with mostly truth. I've I've read up to 95% truth. He'll just throw in a little comment a little bit to get you to doubt a little bit 
could be about yourself, self-esteem issues, something like that. Taking you away from love, taking you away from who God created you to be. And if you if you just let that start to grow, it's like a cancer. It'll just start to grow and take over you. Pretty soon you become that unlovable person that Satan put the little spark in your head. So that's the thing. That's where the spiritual warfare is. It's not with people. It's it's in the spiritual realm. That's why the third of heaven is where God resides. And that's where, again, Holy Spirit, those of you who follow Jesus, and it's available to everybody, so I encourage you, if you don't follow Jesus, if you haven't surrendered your life to Jesus, do it. I mean, there's no downside, because then you have the Holy Spirit in you, which is God in you. And that's where you can counteract all the little tricks that Satan tries to do through lies and distractions. And I'm living proof of that 100%. We won't go into that all today because we've got more for us here, but so good. Um, Yeah, so that's kind of my takeaway on this is that, yeah, we are special in God's eyes, right? We are special in his eyes because of how he has set us apart in this beautiful creation. And it's it's right here for us to enjoy to the full. That's why Jesus came, so we could all enjoy to the full. So let's go. Join our community, you guys. <laughs> We've got a community of people who are who are doing just that. All right, let's go to the plan. What are we missing? The kingdom of God has been announced. The invitation has been given. But what does it actually look like to live in it? Interesting. We're talking about heaven on earth. And what does this plan dive into? What does it actually look like to live in it? This is so good. I'm excited. Are you excited? So let's see what this says here. What Jesus shows us is that life in the kingdom isn't about following a bunch of rules. Correct. It's about becoming more like Jesus. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's exactly... I'm on a quest these past several months. And it's going to continue for the foreseeable future to to follow Jesus so completely that I can literally, I want to literally live like Jesus, his lifestyle. And the more I study it, the more it gets locked into who I really am. Because what you focus on, you become. Where you focus your time, that's that's what you turn into. Isn't that great? It isn't about getting ahead. It's about getting it right with others. Ooh, I like that. Not about getting ahead. Taking a note here. It's about getting right with others. It is so true. 
I could just look at my own life and getting ahead never got me anywhere. (laughs) It didn't. It just wore me out. The problem we discover with the Pharisees is that they were really good at following the rules, but really bad at caring for people. That's why in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus says, For I tell you that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, you will certainly not enter the kingdom of heaven. So Jesus, he came right out and called them out. That is really good, Matthew 5, 20. So he uses the Pharisees as an example because people know them. And they were the kind of the leaders of the day. So who are the leaders of today? And I think we can look at our political leaders, our business leaders. In fact, I want to write a book on this whole thing. Um, So I think what Jesus is calling me on me here is to call them out. (laughs) So call out the current leaders and the people that are in this case, you know, following the law, I have to think about that a little bit more, but that know all the rules so good and are getting ahead so well. Interesting. Let's see what, what more this has to say. Again, what were they missing? It's the reality that we cannot be right with God and wrong with others. If we want to have a strong relationship with God, we've got to heal our relationships with his other kids. This is why the ethic Jesus introduced was so others-focused. It's about how we choose to treat people, even our enemies. You have heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. So good. Taking a note, pray for those who persecute you. And I think... I used to um, tell my friends, oh, I want to be persecuted. And they'd say, oh, don't say that. Don't say that. Because it just, it just, it felt like I would be in the game. You know, like I really wanted to follow Jesus and I was so passionate about it. And I still am. But I'm understanding a little bit more, you know, about the power of prayer and I am ready for any kind of persecution. And persecution can come in, in many different ways. It can be from... And I see it so much more in this world today with apathy. It can be from apathetic friends or, or friends, people you thought you had been that, that were friends of yours that have gone cold. You know, that's a that's a form of persecution too so just pray for those people that's what I've learned to do is pray for them continue to show them Jesus even if you know they go cold that's okay just continue to show them Jesus okay so let me continue and pray for those who persecute you that you may be children of your father in heaven 
He causes his sun to rise on the evil and the good, and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that? Whew. This is good, isn't it? So that is Matthew 5, 43 to 47. Make a habit of that, you all. If you're listening today, treat, you know, anybody who God puts in your day, treat them with love. I don't care who it is. I don't care what their demeanor is. It's an adventure if you go out every day with that mindset. You know, don't insulate yourself. I mean, sure, you need a community of people who are for you, don't judge you, in harmony with you. That's our community. And that's where we go, really, to get strength for going out into the world and doing what God has, has called us to do. So it's a, it's a balance, it's a rhythm. Just like Jesus went to his father for, for not because he was tired, he would go away from everybody, but he wanted more, he wanted that strength. He wanted to talk to, be in relationship with his father. It's the same thing with people that are, in our case, our community. Got to be part of our community. We're going to give you a special opportunity to do that too. So be on the lookout for it. Anyway, let's keep going here. This is the biggest difference between the ethics of God's kingdom and the ways of the world. We live in a world that says, get revenge, retaliate, look out for number one. And maybe be nice to people when there's some personal benefit. The golden rule is good, but it only extends so far. The world doesn't expect us to pursue reconciliation, offer forgiveness, or love the seemingly unlovable. But this is exactly what distinguishes us as belonging to God. The Pharisees presumed to be children of God because they were children of Abraham. But the true indicator that we belong to God is how we care for others. Even when it's really hard. It's not a show we put on so people will see. It's a way of life we adopt so that God gets the glory. Because when people see us, not pretending to love people, but really loving them, even when that kindness is undeserved, will stand out. I like that. Really love people is basically the message, which I think is interesting because, I mean, I'm sure you're listening to this. I I shouldn't say. I know that And each each of you knows where your heart is. If your heart is genuinely for people or not, if you, as this um, devotional talks about, if you try to get even or retaliate or if you've got that mindset, you know it. So let the Holy Spirit guide you in that. I just feel like the Spirit is 
is is leading me ever increasingly because I'm spending more and more time in the Word every day, and I'm getting out amongst people every day, just wherever God is sending me. It's so much fun. Like I'm going to get Psych K certified this weekend, and and I and I know this was God. Sanctioned, so I just can't wait to see what he has in store for me. And I'm going into this certification process like I'm doing it for God. This is not for me, it's for God. So I'm going all in for God, giving it all my attention and care. So I'm doing the work God wants me to do for God to glorify his name in some way. So more on that as it evolves. Okay, so this is the introduction to the sermon, uh, sermon on the mount. Now, when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him and he began to teach them the beatitudes. He said, "Blessed are the poor in spirit." Oh, I won't read through all of these cuz it'll take probably the rest. It'll extend the po- um the podcast, but if you're not familiar, this is Matthew 5, and it stretches from 1 to 40, 48, and I'll just go over the highlights of the Beatitudes, salt and light, salt of the earth, right, so we're providing light you're the light of the world salt of the earth fulfillment of the law do not think that I have come to abolish the law of the prophets I have not come to abolish them but to fulfill them so Jesus came to fulfill the law of the prophets what was written before was prophesied before Jesus came to fulfill it then, of course, you know, don't murder. It's not good. Adultery, no divorce. We won't even get into that whole topic. I've been divorced twice. I think that um, that whole topic, God will redeem, I know in my life, um, in others' lives, God will redeem divorce. Anyway, a whole nother topic. Oaths, eye for an eye, love your enemies. That's Those were the Beatitudes. Um, so we won't go into detail because we're almost out of time. I can't believe it. Okay, Romans 12, love must be sincere. Hate what is evil, cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. That's that servant heart. That is the servant heart. I'm going to share that one. So if you follow me on Instagram, I was posting stories. You'll know what what my uh, devotion was all about. Okay. So that, my goodness, at this time fly. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. Robert Bolden, Life Transform. This has been Coffee in Christ. Again, look in the show notes. 
we'll have a special way for you to join us in the community. Um, And we hope to see you soon. We'll be back with another podcast on Monday. Every Monday and Thursday, we drop a podcast. Wednesdays, 4.30 Eastern on our YouTube channel. New YouTube video drops. So link up with us. It's all good stuff. It's all designed to glorify God and, and the kingdom and to help you get out of isolation into community because we know the next step beyond community is freedom. All right, take care.